Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. Today is July 3rd. This is the Pop Culture Week interview. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just found us on the interweb, check us out at kfpodcast.com, at the KF Podcast, and all your social media needs. Um, we're also got a weekly pro wrestling week interview. Uh, we're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Am I missing anything else? No, you pretty much got it. All right. I mean, Sweet. yeah, that's all of them. I mean, you know, wherever, wherever you get your podcast from. Yeah. And if you could, like, if you're on iTunes, just just rate, review us, throw down the old five stars if you think we deserve it. And uh, be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. So we've got a full house. And it's yeah. July. Yep. The year's half over. Where'd yeah. it go? Thank Christ, it's almost a, a tap over. What a fucking year this is. <laughs> it's hasn't been the easiest, I'll tell you that much. No, it has not. And, uh, yeah. It's hot. It did it's get not, really hot really fast. It did. And, and it's not raining anymore like it, you know, like it did last year where it rained for like 18 months straight. It's just warm as shit. Just to rub it in that we can't go outside. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now there'll be a drought because isn't there a a dust storm hitting the hitting like the southeast South Carolina (laughs) Sahara Desert dust or whatever is coming our way. Yeah, Ken, it's your favorite apocalyptic dust. It is your favorite. It's your favorite until it's real. (laughs) Yeah. It's a '90s movie come to life. Plagues and apocalyptic dust and mm-hmm. all kinds of nonsense. So what's everybody been up to this past week? Hmm. I've been spending it fighting with my neighbors over retaining walls. So this has been a real treat and a real gem. You know, I can't believe that is still going on. Still going on. It's just, oh, God. I mean, I probably shouldn't say on here, but. You know, when I hear these things of like meteors passing the earth, I kind of wish that <laughs> a smaller one would break off and land somewhere near the vicinity of my house. I'm not saying whose, but, you know, I wouldn't say no to that. I don't know. It's been fucking terrible. It's been every day with some kind of argument. My wife out there yelling at them. Her and the, and the neighbor lady almost got in a fist fight yesterday. Wow. Nice. You know, so, Yeah. It's been real fun every day dealing with that stuff. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, lighter notes, I did pull off two successful um, surprise parties for my mother and Sabre's mother. So oh. managed to pull that off amidst all this stuff going on. And yeah, crazy. Working, busy every day, working at nights. Got called last night at 1 o'clock in the morning. That was fun. It's, uh, it's just so much fun. So much fun going on every day. I hear you. First day back from vacation, I got yelled at by an old man who told me he shouldn't have to, he shouldn't have served his country to protect my freedoms because I made him wear a mask in the store. So, <laughs> But did he call you, uh, what's the word, Brock, again? Goofy looking. Goofy looking. 
No, he did, did he not call me goofy looking. Goofy looking. That's that he wasn't good. honest with you. <laughs> yeah, if he's not calling you goofy looking, did he throw chicken at you or meat or anything <laughs> no, like no. that? He uh, he had a mask with him, but he refused to wear it because he, he, we were, you know, somehow. I was I was taking away his social liberties and his freedom, but he had a mask around his neck, and I'm like, well, <laughs> you have it right there. And he starts so yelling. Yeah, and he's like, he and he started yelling at me, and I'm like, "There's no need to yell. You have the mask on your neck. You you wore it here for a reason. Just put it on." Speaking of mask, I think we should tell a funny story from this morning. I woke up this morning to Ken very excited <laughs> that uh, John Cena posted a picture of the animated TV show Mask on his profile, and Ken was like, "Please don't tease me, John Cena. Like maybe John Cena's gonna be in a Mask movie," and I was like. My first reaction to it was, yeah, I could see that. He just did the Fast and the Furious, which comes out next year, and like car driving, like yeah, maybe like you know, maybe it's gonna be a spinoff of Fast and the Furious, like we said before. <laughs> you know, they're, they're just gonna start doing masks. And then I went and looked at the post, and I just saw mostly everybody was like, "You tell him, John, wear a mask." Yeah, you tell him, I'm like, oh, this is about wearing a mask. Like this is totally what this is. Did he ever say that, or did people? He didn't, actually, he didn't really ever say it, but that's like the general thing. You know, John Cena's a big troll. Like, he loves to tease people. When I said it to Ken, Ken was like, damn it, that's probably what it is. <laughs> you know, we don't know. I mean, it's not confirmed. We don't know. That His Instagram account is always just like, picture, not explained, just throws it up there. So it could be anything. He could have been watching Mask. He might have bought a collection. He probably has everything Ken needs for his collection. Probably. You just can't see it. I just can't see it. Excuse me. Wasn't John Cena the guy that um put like the picture of like AJ St- young AJ Styles before AJ Styles showed up at the Rumble? Yep. Did he do that one? I think so. Because everybody was like, "Oh boy, look at this. This could be," you know. So he, every once in a while, he does drop some real stuff. So maybe they are making a mass movie. Maybe they found our podcast about how to well, make mask movie. And it is. You know, we've- We've talked about this before. It's it's underway. Um, our our favorite director, <laughs> F. Gary Gray, uh, is is attached to direct it. And I just saw they've got a writer. I can't remember. It's John Cena. K. E. Frederick. No, F. Gary Gray got a writer. It's screw you, Jerry Lynn, or something like that. What is it's what F. is Gary the and screw off? Yeah. Uh, Chris Bremer, uh, Bremner, who wrote uh, Bad Boys for Life. Okay. The highest grossing movie of 2020. Yeah. Uh, yep. And will remain the highest grossing movie of 2020. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, yeah, it's underway. So, and, and John Cena played that that military guy in the Transformers movie, the Bumblebee movie. True. Do you think he would make a good Matt Tracker or two? Big to be did Matt Tracker. The Marine. I did see the Marine. He's pretty he big. Play anything. He's pretty big. <laughs> he's a big dude. He slimmed he down a lot over the he years. Just so. Puts like old man makeup on him, and he can play Miles Mayhem. <laughs> no, he can be the guy that drives uh, uh, the jackhammer, the SUV, the Bronco. <laughs> That's yeah. gonna be Goldberg. Ah, uh, gotcha. It's <laughs> Goldberg. That's for sure. It's all wrestlers in the movie. I'm fine with that. Like, <laughs> we produced by this. WWE Studios. 
Well, if you'd like to hear more of these riveting discussions uh, and hear about lots of news about nonsense this week um, that I just put together about an hour and a half ago, um, come stay and listen and hang out, and we'll see you later there. Bye. All right. So that takes care of that. Um, let's give them the Netflix news. What Netflix news? Well, we don't have movie stuff, so we've been doing the Netflix. That's oh. right, Ken. You've been around. We've been doing the Netflix top ten. Does anybody That's have right. it up? Or do you want me to find it here? I'll find it here. Here, I'll, I'll go hop on the app real quick. It's a race. It's a race for the Netflix top ten. Top ten Netflix, yeah. This is riveting audio. Well, are you ready? Because I got What? Unsolved Mysteries is on Netflix now? You're not allowed to give away the top ten yet, Ken. you got to go through the ten. What's I just went to... It was the top thing on my, like... What's coming in at number ten? No, I'll give you number ten. You can give number nine. Number ten is Avatar. Avatar is very popular right now. Everybody seems to be watching Avatar for some reason. I don't know what sparked the interest. If it wasn't on Netflix, and maybe it just came to Netflix, but it's very popular. All right. Number nine is... Town is it D Town or just yeah, Town? The Town with Ben Affleck. I don't. That's an old movie from like ten years ago. You know, I don't know why that's trending all of a sudden. But yeah, I thought it was a horror movie at first because it's got a creepy nun on it. But I guess it's a bank robbery wearing a mask. That's the one that you ever see with Jeremy Renner and him in it. And it's like there's a lot. They use a lot of like those lines from it. People use them in on like memes <laughs> and stuff like that. Those lines that they use in memes. Yeah, those lines. So the famous line from that is when he walks in a room and tells Jeremy Renner, um, "I need, to, I need to go. I need you to come with me. Uh, we're gonna go beat somebody up. I can't. You can't ask me why. You can't ask me anything about it. I just need you to come." And Jeremy Renner says, "Who's driving?" And that's and that's like they they've used that for years now in, in shows. But okay, yeah. I never heard it before. It's a good movie, The Town. It's it's rough, but it's good. What's number eight? All right, so I uh, crazy delicious looks like it's a cooking show. Um, okay, I just added that to his queue. Uh, maybe um, next one for number seven is three hundred sixty-five days. Still hanging in the top ten. Still very popular. Okay, and then we have the order. Here's the thing. I have Netflix, and I don't know what any of this stuff is. Out to avenge his mother's death, a college student pledges a secret order to land in a war between werewolves and practitioners of the dark arts. Justin's watched, what, one or two of those? Yeah, it's... He loves it. All right. All right. This new Will Ferrell movie, Eurovision. Yeah, this looks really weird. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I bet I don't you Will Ferrell plays a big dumb guy who doesn't know what's going on. He's like two small town singers chase their pop star dreams. It's like the ice skating movie or whatever. But now he's a singer with long hair. Will Ferrell's ridiculous. I bet you just plays this big dumb guy who doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so number four, out of nowhere, George Lopez shows up on the scene. Yeah, comedian George Lopez in. Uh, We'll do it for half. Stand-up comedian, George yeah. Lopez. Back with the new stand-up special. I'm yeah. going to watch that tonight. Maybe oh, get here we over go. this drivel. Yeah, well, yeah. Here we go. Number, what number is this? Three. 
We got what's his face, Mark Wahlberg, oh, your favorite guy in an old movie, Patriots Day. Patriots Day. Oh, I thought it was called Boston. It just says Boston on the thing. Yeah, who wants uh, Kevin Bacon, John Goodman? This looks like it's about the Boston Marathon bombings. All star cast. Yeah. Stupid. Um, <laughs> number two, the floor is lava. That's yeah. dumb. Lava. Stupid new game show where you're not allowed to touch the floor. Yeah, so, really bad. Really bad. I'm gonna watch it. And then Unsolved Mysteries. Does it have the same guy doing the intro? Is this new Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah, it says 2020. Real cases. Yeah. What? Is it going to be scary? Wow. Yeah, real, real cases of perplexing disappearances, shocking murders, and paranormal encounters fuel this gripping revival of the iconic documentary series. I'm wow. going pl- to play the first, the beginning of an episode on my phone. Just to see if there's a new the song. I need the song. So here, I'm going to turn up my phone. I instantly just added it to my watch list. <laughs> I didn't know it was new. I watched it with my wife, so she has nightmares. Can you hear it? Yeah. We're going to get some copyright laws for this. Get that out of here. I don't think it has the... Because now it just gets goes right into some, some shiz. And it definitely doesn't have Ultra Magnus dictating it. Uh, it does being not. The narrator it's... for it. Because yeah. he's dead. Robert Stack's dead. Oh, is he? I was about yeah. to ask you why he's the hosting, but yeah. if he's dead. Oh, Robert Stack. Yeah, there's an episode of the original show that um, took place in my hometown. What did you? Who'd you kill? Really? Wasn't me. Was I don't it? even remember. I just remember people being freaked out. Um, some guy like disappeared, like went to work one night, like a second or third shift, mm-hmm. and just kind of disappeared and was never seen again. So and long-haired, short guy with uh, like Gandalf-like hair that was seen at the scene, and, and he was in real good shape and liked to eat Hershey's uh, Kisses at night. And everybody was like, "Who could that be?" And you know, but I'm not saying that's like anybody we know, you know. But his suspicious up with Bradford. So I just googled it real quick. Dale Kerstetler disappeared. Um, missing platinum more than 30 years ago, still an open case. Wow. Your town's famous for being on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Whoa. My town's famous for being on Cops. <laughs> Highest crime rate per capita in the country. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, Newcastle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. I didn't know it was living so close to DC. Oh, <laughs> place. It's always on that list and it always makes me chuckle. It's funny. All right, let's jump into some headline our headline topic. Ooh. Found for us by Mr. Ken Frederick. Hey, I did something in the podcast this week, everybody. You wanna say what it is, Ken? Do you know what it is? Um, I think I'm trying to get to what I sent, so bear with me a second. All right. Are coming to Marvel Comics. Yes. All right. Marvel so go ahead. Alien Predator comic franchises. So it looks like that now that the Marvel Comics is able to um, print off Alien and Predator franchises in comic book form. Uh, formerly, it was Dark Horse Comics who had the rights to it. So now. Marvel has it. Now, I didn't see if they get the back log, which I pro- they probably will because that's the same thing that happened with Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. Those rights were, uh, you know, went over to Marvel. Um, so far, they haven't announced any um, 
official well, comics or titles or anything. There were some images, just like Predator holding Iron Man's helmet. Standing on Avengers Tower. Yeah, and then it looks like it's like the alien in some kind of... It looks like the Guardian's spaceship. So, But they're pretty much saying that they're not going to... Um, they're not going to mix them in right away if if they're if they're even going to so uh, so yeah it's pretty exciting the fact that they're getting these rights mm-hmm. and Marvel Comics now have the rights to Conan uh, they have the rights to Star Wars and of course the Marvel Universe and now Alien and Predator um, mm. what really... does Dark Horse have left Hellboy uh, <laughs> Grendel. <laughs> <laughs> was the last time they made a Grendel book? I don't know. You have that, uh, what's that? Is it like the BRPD or something like that? They make That's that book. The Hellboy. That's Hellboy. Yeah. That's Hellboy. They got Flaming Carrot Man, Flaming mm-hmm. Carrot Comics. Um, um, now, does this, does this deal have anything to do with like the movie properties too? Do they own the rights to make, like for Disney or Marvel to make movies about Alien Predator as well too? So I didn't read anything in the article. Everything's just strictly comics. But that's where I was going to refer to our man on the on the scene, Mister Important Justin, to see if he knows if the in the Fox deal if that was some rights that were acquired. Because I feel like Fox made oh, AVP. So that's what I was going to ask him, and we can have a little discussion about that. Yeah, Alien and Predator are both Fox. Disney owns Alien and Predator franchises. There they, you go. Can make the movies too. So that's why you, you you got that over. So it really, like, I can't think of a time where a comic book, like, if you were in the comics in the 90s, there was always crossovers. There was, there was a Predator Batman crossover. There was a Superman Aliens crossover. Mm-hmm. Dark Horse and DC worked well together. Marvel yep. and DC worked well together. And you saw some stuff between Dark Horse and Marvel. Mostly it was Image and Marvel. But uh, this really, in-house, you can do a lot of, you know, what if crossovers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what's some, like, personally, I would love to see an aliens Darth Vader crossover. Mm -hmm. I think if you have like, maybe, you know, Vader's looking for a Jedi, he finds an abandoned ship and it's basically the movie alien, but it's just Vader by himself taking out Xenomorphs. I think that Mm -hmm. yeah. Would anyone else have any crossovers they'd like to see? See, I don't necessarily think I would want a crossover more as, as I would want these two to enter the uh, alien race of the Marvel Universe. I think you have a lot of stuff you could – like if aliens, the xenomorphs, become an, another race to add to the already large universe of Skrulls and Krees and all the other things they have, I think that would be cool because, I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do with, uh, you know – Aliens mixing in with all with with brood and they're very well, similar. The xenomorphs, yeah. And brood. The predators would be cool. A whole race of them, and you know, I could see uh, uh, Guardians comics where they land on predator planets and things like that. I mean, there's a lot you could do there. I know crossing over with other properties like Conan would be cool, um, but I mean, Wolverine versus like a predator would be great. Yeah, you know, Wolverine gets stuck on a planet where he's or he's hunted by a predator. You know, I think that would be an uh, an awesome matchup. Like my vision, if it was me at Marvel, and so you don't have to like kind of Marvel Comics is kind of a huge, you know, and that's they don't do a what if. I thought this would be great to just do what if comics, and they already reboot a series every year, anyways. 
So my thought was, if you did a 12-issue miniseries, just saying like, all right, this 12-issue this miniseries is going to be about Wolverine in the Canadian Outback, and he's being hunted by a predator, or by, uh, yeah, a predator. And so it's just him in the Outback, and then, like, it's very much like Predator, but it's set in, you know, wintry Canada instead of, you know, a rainforest. Like, what if it was, you know, a predator, like an ancient predator versus Conan? Like, all kinds of stuff that they could do. That's, that's what I thought if you did it more of a what if, then you wouldn't have to be bound by the... Um, you wouldn't be bound by the story. Well, I mean, they're really not even bound by their own story. So yeah, I mean, they, I, I mean, you could do both. They do what ifs with current characters, and you know, I'm so sure they could. What about doing something like have, like you said, the the predator hunting Wolverine, but have like a series instead of it just Wolverine that the predator hunts the Marvel universe. Yeah, and like, yeah. and and Wolverine is like the last like smaller characters like disappear or something like that and as you go through the series it finally ends up with wolverine being the final one and taking yeah. out the predator that'd be awesome like they're really they could you know i know that everyone's talking about how the comic industry is kind of in a slump with everything going on with COVID and everything if they did this right they could come up with some real fresh ideas uh-huh. and make a million you know uh, variant covers to sell this who wouldn't yeah. want a sweet variant cover by frank cho of, yeah. of you know of wolverine versus a predator or you know mm-hmm. david if you look right now david finch did the uh the arts that you see online now with the alien or the predator holding iron man's mask like he does mm-hmm. amazing work like yeah who did the alien one that one's amazing that's i think like, you know both great piece. okay that's a great piece of art yeah. whoever did that and he couldn't have I don't know how long they knew it was in the works. Maybe they told him ahead of time, but they had to have this stuff ready for him to be able to just. For the yeah, moment, yeah, he didn't just put it together today. Yeah, yeah. so he might have. Um, think about a think about a book like uh, you know an Avengers story where you know it ends with like you pick a galactic character that like they really don't use much. Like let's say Jack of Hearts crashes into Avengers Tower and they're like, hey, where you been? What's going on with you? And you know, and he's like can't talk he's sick and all that then at the end of the, the last page of the issue an alien pops out of his stomach isn't he yeah. already dead well yeah but i mean you know, i'm just saying whoever anybody that you want to use of that cosmic level like returning to earth and then and then and it's like you know something like yeah a nova nova Cor- the guardians discovering a nova ship and there's an alien pops out of his stomach something like that you know there's a lot of things you could do here a lot you know, Marvel oh. loves a giant crossover. You know, they love a big epic event. Imagine an alien invasion where they're like popping in and, and out of people's stomachs. Yeah. So with that deal, Disney owns it outright. Then if they own, yeah, the IP from the film and then now this, I mean, I would integrate it somehow. Why yeah. not? Like, it's also exciting even... to the comic industry that you know they're they're dumping some money into their print medium and all that and. Where, where the other big company is, seems to be jumping ship and bailing on it, they're uh, they're acquiring new properties, which is reassuring for the industry as a whole. Yeah, there's a lot you could do with Predator lore too. I mean, all the you know all the things with Predator that you could mix in with Marvel stuff. The stories are unlimited. I mean, fighting Wolverine is just the top of it. Hunting the Hulk. Uh, Put him in Shang Chi's tournament. Yeah, Shang Chi's tournament. There's a imagine that movie, uh, and there's like a, a predator in it or something like that. That would be crazy. They could drop 
Easter eggs all through their movies. Because there's so many of them. There's not just like there's been a different predator, I think, in every movie. Mm-hmm. This recent one was a good guy. So yeah, these movies, like, there's really no what you could do. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, whether or not they're going to make a lot of movies containing it, I, you know, they've done, they've overdone Alien and Predator movies so much yeah, that I would, I would be fi- I, I would be fine if they didn't make any more if they just started appearing in other Marvel Marvel or hell even Star Wars or whatever you know mm-hmm. uh, anything. I think I don't think Disney would do like the Aliens or Predator Justice fr- franchise justice so. Yeah, yeah. Just put them in the print. Let other people handle them, and yeah. uh, and really use. And actually, I think the exclusivity of it would actually draw more people because being interested in something that's original. Like, yeah. I mean, when was the last time you can think that 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 Marvel might have a completely original idea? Yeah. With these characters that no one's seen in the last, you know. 40, yeah. you know, 20, 30 years. So. Oh, I just read an article right now. Season 3 of The Mandalorian, a Predator's in it. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go, already. So, you know, and uh, Darth Vader's in it, and yeah, uh, Darth Maul, and everyone else, and everybody that's ever been in Clone Wars. Galactus and shows up, too. Yeah, Galactus is in it, too. Well, that's good. This is exciting stuff. It's good stuff. And, um, yeah, hopefully it helps out the comic industry and does well. Well, if Marvel needs any help, just they can hire us on as consultants. We're, well, yeah, we're, they never do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, they can just take the podcast. They don't really need to pay us anything. <laughs> yeah, I think they would be able to take this from us pretty easily. They just, I mean, they don't really. We just give it away for free. Here. I'm not even allowed to talk about it without their permission. They show up and say, uh, "Hey, here's five bucks for each of you, <laughs> and a Sheets gift card." Ah, all right, well, whatever. Well, shit, you had me a Sheets gift card. <laughs> Fun while it lasted. Hey. All right, let's move into some other Marvel news. Uh, you know, these days, Marvel news is very sketchy, very thin. You know, there's just they put out a lot of garbage out there. But saw this big thing that uh, was on one of the pages, and, it, and it's a big article with real shiny effects, and it said, Marvel finally explains what happened to the Infinity Stones in present-day MCU. Before I even open the article, I go, they're destroyed. Yeah. I watched Endgame. Yeah. I never, I never had one question on what happened to, uh, to the Infinity Stones. But I'm like, all right, now I got to read it because maybe, maybe there's something different, you know. So like, when you go into the article, it had like, you would like click on this little thing and a video would come up and it would go the Space Stone and it would spin around. It would say housed inside the Tesseract, status destroyed. And I'm like, yeah. I knew that. Okay, next. And I'm like, this better not stay destroyed for all of these. You know, like, and then it's like, the orb, house, or the power stone, house inside the orb, status destroyed. I'm like, I'm, I'm really going to click on all fucking six of these things. <laughs> I? You know, thinking that one, and they were all destroyed. I'm like, what, 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 what is this? Why? Is, and then it said, catch Endgame on Disney+. Plus. I was like, you bastards, Disney, trying to got me with this thing. Like, it was all this, like, effort and Obviously, a lot of time and money spent on it to make it look all right. Just to say that they've been destroyed. When if you watch Endgame, obviously you know they were destroyed. It's pretty. Yeah. Cool. It's it happened at the very beginning of the movie. Happened yeah. at the beginning of the movie. Um, <laughs> and seeing how I just watched Endgame this past weekend with my kids, something struck me when I watched it this time that I was like, you know, I didn't think about this last time. This didn't make any sense. And I may have said it to you guys before, 
But when Tony kills Thanos and snaps him away, you know how Brock likes to do when he tries to snap my kids away with that motion, the snapping. Uh, when he snaps him away and he's laying there and he's dying, there's a good two minutes of like Peter hugging him and like and then Gwen talking to him. I have no idea why at that moment Doctor Strange just didn't grab the time stone and do the little turny thing that he does and and heal Tony. Because if he turned it back, when he turned everything back with him, so he'd go yeah, back to the, the way the, the way the time stone was working for Thanos. Remember when Thanos, when when Scarlet Witch destroys Vision, he just punches her and then throws her away and then takes the time stone and just turns Thanos back into hole or uh, Vision back into hole and takes the mind stone out of his head. It didn't change anything else around him. Yeah. Like and when you watch from from Doctor Strange when he's first learning to use it, he just yeah. kind of points it at that apple and makes yeah. the apple go forward right. and backwards. Makes the apple go forward and back, and nothing else around him. And then even at the end of Doctor Strange, he changes, he brings all those people in Tokyo back to life by just like healing, uh, you know, healing the area around him. I'm like, I don't get why he just didn't. Because it's laying right there. Like, he could easily swoop down in that 14 million universes that he saw, like, the one win. You know, like, wasn't there a second one where you can also just do, 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 do the little clock turn and bring Tony right back to life? Like, it, that part doesn't make no sense to me. Everything else makes sense. That part doesn't make any sense to me. Well, clearly... Yeah, I should have been ready for it the next time. Yeah. Are you going to say, Ken? Yeah. I was going to say, if you're a real Marvel fan, you would realize the reason why it didn't happen. And I, I feel like... <laughs> I, I was going to say, I feel like a real simpleton that I have to explain to you is they didn't think of it when they were writing the movie. And also, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is done making movies. So. Yeah, I mean, we're dispending belief here of like, yeah, contractually yeah. he was done. But, you know, yeah, I'm just saying in that. Um, Infinity War is now on Disney+, Plus because it was on Netflix for the longest time. It's It's coming off... It's off Netflix now. It's on Disney Plus. Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, and the Wasp officially will be on Disney Plus in two months, and then finally that's the last movie on Netflix, Marvel wise. Um, okay. Disney Plus also added the horrible 2015 Fantastic Four movie to yes. their movie their movie line. So when you go to like Marvel and Marvel movies, you you're like Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Captain America, Fantastic Four. What the fuck is this doing in here? You know, like what anybody well, never watched him before and gets Disney Plus will be like, that one didn't make any sense. <laughs> why did I have to watch that one? Well, everyone knows the real reason why they made a whole Fantastic Four section is easily everyone's clamoring for that 1985 cut. Like everyone's clamoring for the Snyder cut. They went, they went the whatever the guy's director's name is, they want that cut and they're going to release on Disney plus. They're going to add about $5 billion to the movie and redo it. And then, <laughs> Again. And then I actually it. couldn't fall asleep the other night. So I'm like, you know what? I'm bored. There's nothing on. I'm going to, I put it on. And within about 10 minutes, I was like, yeah, I'm ready for bed. Like, I'm like, I don't remember how horrible this movie is. Like, it's really bad. It's really, really horrible. Is it that, is it real? Like, I don't know. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It, it just goes nowhere. And the plot makes no sense. I mean, visually, like, Human Torch looks good. Thing looks good. He doesn't have any pants on, which, I, you know, I've gone on about that before, why that's so weird. But Reed is dumb. Uh, yeah. 
you know. My, you know, my, I was thinking we were talking about this. I was thinking of the the the, the Chicklessest Thing movie. Oh, the, the, that's Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah that, that one with Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one's not bad. No, that was not bad. That's fun. You can at least watch those. Yeah, and have... a little campy, but yeah. The only good thing oh. about the new one is Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Human Torch, and then later on, Killmonger. Well, I heard that they're, the guy who's directing is like, well, we really wanted Sue to be African-American. I'm like, well, no shit. Like, she should have been. She should have bio- <laughs> <laughs> been African-American to be a biological, you know, brother, like siblings yeah. with, with Michael <laughs> B. Jordan. Pretty dumb. Because if you have Michael B. Jordan, you just have to make the movie around him. Because he's so good. Like, he's a great actor. You really just fucked the whole thing up. Like, he's good at Super Torch. He was fine. He was, he's one of the bright spots of that movie. It's just the, the plot and the premise, and Doctor Doom is so bad. I don't know why all, all those movies are so obsessed with. Doctor Doom has to have the same thing that they have. But he gets a weird metal energy, weird power. You know, that's his power that he gets, or electricity, like in the original, like those earlier ones. You they know, need to start with the Moon Men. <clears throat> that would be great. That would be fantastic. Monster Island or whatever it's called. You got to build towards Doom. Well, they could even say like, hey, you know, should we consult your buddy Victor? You know, oh, he's a, he's in his home country now. Like, you flirt with like Doom should be Thanos. You yeah, flirt. Yeah, go to. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, when Fox had those rights to X Men and Fantastic Four, why they never did like a, an, an end game like universe with Doom being the final villain that like you know turns on Magneto and Magneto has to join them and you know they had so many good characters where they could have done their own like epic big movie which we've talked about before but it would have been great an yeah. X4 type movie they just were too dumb they were too busy making I mean we we've literally talked about how dumb Fox is with these movies yeah. for four as long as we've been doing the podcast yeah so. but it's the 20th anniversary so we have to talk about it even more um, yeah. speaking of the 20th anniversary of this I don't know if you guys saw but the cast of X-Men uh, reunited to do this like um, I don't know it was something for a charity and it had all the original it was like Hugh Jackman and Famke Jansen and, oh, uh, and you know, uh, uh, Professor X Magneto, the whole gang—they were all on there. And as after they did their charity talk and everything that they were doing towards the end of it, Ryan Reynolds just joined the call, and and they, he was like, "Oh, hey, look at all these celebrities!" and started talking. And then like Ian McKellen hangs up on, just had, disconnects the call, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, this is like an X Men reunion." And he adds, um, Sophie Turner, who played like the young Jean Grey, and James McAvoy to the call. And then, like, Fomka Jansen hangs up. Halle Berry's like, uh, I gotta go. And, like, it, it just and it ends with just Wolverine and, and Deadpool. And he's like, hey, Logan, it's just me and you now. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then he made uh, Sabretooth from the X-Men Origins movie join. And they were like, X-Men's Origins reunion! And then, we'll, and then, just, and then Hugh Jackman just hangs up on him. <laughs> it was like a little thing they did for Cherry. It's pretty funny. It's on YouTube if you want to check it out. Go look at it. It's Ryan Reynolds being funny. Being funny. Um, other news that we have here. Um, for some reason, Sony is still thinking about doing the Silver and Black movie. Um, this is the Silver Sable and Black Cat duo movie. 
which I know everyone's very excited about. <laughs> Apparently, this is still in the works and still being talked about. Um, not really sure why uh, they want to make this movie. I don't think there's any call for this movie. What do you think? I don't understand the point of it. Like, is it going to be Black Cat stealing stuff? Silver Sable's trying to catch her? Is that the whole point? Like, Cat and Mouse? Cat I don't say what it is. It's just like a duo movie, you know? It's two characters that really don't make any sense together. You know, what was Silver Sable's team that she used to have? The Wolfpack? Yeah. It was Kevin Nash, and it yeah. was Kate Dog. <laughs> I, was it, was it like, going to say that? I was going to be so disappointed. I was waiting around like, I know he's going to say Kevin Nash and Scott Hall as soon as I say Wolfpack, and you didn't disappoint me. And was it Paladin? Was he on there? Maybe. Or was it um, Solo? Maybe Solo. I get those two confused. They're the same fucking character. <laughs> There's a difference. Let's make Spider-Man his own universe by making all these horrible characters. One's in a green suit, Ken. One's in a purple suit. They're both revolves of Punisher. Without well, a full, without actually a Marvel Legends figure, believe it or not. Really? <laughs> Came out in, a, in a, I think in a, like a Deadpool. Or, oh, it was a Spider-Man wave. Yeah, Paladin was in that. Terrible. Terrible. I think he goes for $4 on eBay. <laughs> wow. It's a good price. But yeah, I don't know. Silver and Black movie, pretty stupid. Um, I don't, we'll wait and see how this Morbius one does. Morbius is at least an intriguing character. I, I've never been like, I need a Black cat silver sable team up i mean maybe a black cat movie of our own i guess but i, yeah, I, I don't just, get silver sable why that would even be on their radar right now unless they just want more like hot checks and that's so they're worried about character that makes guest appearance in a movie not has her own movie yeah well, well that's what i think this movie is going to be it's just going to be like you know, probably Silver Sable gets her, the wolf pack gets hired because Black Cat's stealing shit. So it's going to be like counter espionage back and forth. And there'll be, you know, strong women characters. There should be probably no male characters in the entire movie, if you think about it. Except for Paladin uh, and Solo. Unless they're beating them up. What, the well, men are beating up the women? Wait no, a <laughs> First thing Justin says, oh shit. Yeah, and Justin's like, yeah, unless the women men are getting their beating up the women. That's a movie about female abuse, which is <sighs> um, no, I'm sure it'll be Black Cat, you know, stealing a lot of like stealing things like a cat burger type shit, and then you know, a lot of beating up. I, I, I don't know. It it just doesn't. Neither one of those characters have ever been really that appealing to me. They're feeling fill in characters, so I don't I don't know. We'll see what Sony does. Um, one good thing that Sony's doing is they're working on the sequel to uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, apparently, the artwork on this one is going to blow the other artwork away from the first movie, which I don't really see how it's possible because that movie had some really great artwork and animation in it. Mm-hmm. Except for uh, Kingpin that was like the size of a wall for some reason with a tiny little head. It was very... Cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Set that I up perfect. said it. <laughs> no, but you set it up. You knew he was going to say it. You knew he was going to say it. Oh, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> he set me up, Bjorn. He set me up. Uh, other thing, 
Um, Spider-Man 3 is hopeful for a September start date, but Sony's still not sure due with everything going on in the world. Um, I just watched Spider-Man Far From Home again the other night as I finished out watching the Marvel movies in order with my children. And I uh, still don't like that movie. Still think that was a pretty bad movie. Oh. Far From Home. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> it. It just, I don't know. It just doesn't really go nowhere. It's kind of, there's a lot of stupid stuff in it that, you know, I don't know. You know, the whole thing that we're a bunch of guys that work for Tony Stark and we worked in his, like, one department, and then we all got fired by him, so now we're okay with killing kids. <laughs> like, I don't know how you go from, like, I'm a disgruntled employee, like, I lost my job, to, like, let's kill that whole busload of fucking kids, and I'm totally fine with it. You know, like, wow, man, you really went dark. Like, I could see from, like, you want to rob him and disgrace his name, and, like, you want to, like, have money, but they're just like, yeah, we'll just kill these people. Just fuck it. We got drones. We'll blow up the whole city. Yeah, it's fine, you know. Like, it's very weird, dark, twisted turn of, of Mysterio being a whole team of angry Stark employees, you know. I like that that twist, though. Make it make sense. And I also think that that was the, the origin, and he's not dead. I think it's going to go into... He's dead, yeah. I agree. To him being a bigger villain with more stuff, and it almost turns him into more of a, you know, manipulating of social media and the news outlets to well if you think about it and you know like i said watching them recently makes you pick up on a little bit but they really do have four people of a potential sinister six i mean they have the vulture they have mysterio if he's not dead um you have shocker that's still around and then you had um scorpion that was introduced at the end of homecoming you had the scorpion tattoo on his neck Mm -hmm. and it's Homecoming talks to Vulture about like wanting to kill Spider-Man. So you really have four established villains that you could do, you know, if, uh, down the road if you want to introduce two more, and then could do maybe some kind of Sinister Six. You gotta have gotta do Rhino. <laughs> I'd imagine they would do Rhino. And then if you're gonna maybe... do Rhino, you gotta bring back Paul Giamatti. <laughs> he was a good Rhino. <laughs> then maybe what Doc Ock? Oh, you it, the, the stories. Oh, Craven would be good too. It's good too. Please put more Green Goblin. If you do Craven, you could then have him in, like, even introduce him in a Black Panther movie. Yeah. And, let's say in the beginning of Panther 2, you introduce him as he's, like, hunting Panther down. Or one of those big rhino things that they have. Like, Panther beats him and throws him in jail, and then, like, the next time you see him is in a Spider Man movie, you know? It could be cool. It's the perfect thing that we've always, that I've always talked about. Is I want to start a Marvel movie with them fighting a lower grade villain, and then uh, it's, it sets it up later. Like, yeah, you know, if that's... you have if you have him arresting Craven at the beginning of beginning of Black Panther, and then if the big evil of Black Panther's name when he floods Wakanda, mm-hmm. and all those people, you know, you see them running out with other villains from the from the you know from whatever Wakandan prison like you can have a bunch of easter eggs in there too with Craven and others you know you know going through the town so or escaping that was the only thing that they ever did well in the amazing Spider-Man 2 was that the beginning of the movie he's fighting Rhino like a sleep yes. version of Rhino you know it came back a little fast at the end in his little robot suit but like it was a good build up like the beginning of the movie you're like oh he's fighting Rhino, yeah. you know, like no. this is cool. Agreed. 
Um, a little bit of news at uh, Doctor Strange uh, 2. Uh, Justin, how do I say his name? You always say it well. Chuyatel Ejiofor. Thank you. He is very excited to see what Sam Raimi's going to do with this movie. Um, this is probably going to be very good, I think, the second Doctor Strange. I think it's going to... It's gonna, it's gonna, a lot. Again, using the word Easter egg, but a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of cool stuff. I think is gonna happen in there. So, when Sam Raimi's doing directing Black Panther two, and that's the guy that did the original Spider Man movies. Doctor Strange. Sorry, Doctor. Yeah, that's Doctor the original Spider Man guy. Yeah. He had so many Easter eggs just in that movie before it became a real Marvel thing. Like, yeah. You no, know, and it, it's only gonna. Uh, with the full limited, with the full resources of Disney, it's only gonna be, you know. Yeah. Better and better. Yep. Um, and some DC news, because I know you enjoy, Ken, nothing more than when people talk about releasing <laughs> special cuts. The director oh, yeah. of Suicide Squad says there is a Suicide Squad cut. And if you, he wants your help, he, he tweeted HBO Max and Warner Brothers, and he said, tell them to release it. And I don't think people really care, like the Snyder cut, like that they went nuts over. Who the hell wants to see a Suicide Squad cut? There's nothing that you're going to tell me. And that, that Suicide Squad cut of... Because I watch it now. It's on TNT all the time. So yeah. I'll catch it. And it's like, that movie is just bad. Like, it's... The yeah. plot is, like, plotting. And it's 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 just cumbersome. And, like, it's mm-hmm. just... There's nothing about that that they could be like, oh, well, you know, we have Dark Side in shorts. And, like, we got, you know, whatever <laughs> else that we could just add to it to make this movie better. It's, there's nothing... You don't have Dark Side in shorts. Don't bother me with a... <laughs> With a special cut. I I need dark side. I need summer dark side in a pair of jorts. Holding I need an axe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ponytail. And he, yeah, like, what are you gonna be like? Oh well, we CGI Killer Croc to be like eight feet tall instead of four and a half feet tall, like he was. Yeah. In- what yeah. Are possibly you gonna add that we're gonna go? Oh man, you know. There was, a, you know, they're gonna all you're gonna maybe add to that is say like there's extra Batman and Joker scenes. Maybe yeah. that would get people excited to want to see it. I don't want to see more of the stupid Suicide Squad. And, and you know what? Like, there's decent things about that movie, but that shouldn't have been the Suicide Squad. It just should have been the the Latino Inferno guy versus Enchantress because yeah. no one else gave uh, had a thing in that movie. Yeah, no one else mattered. Yeah. character. Like, why am I supposed to care about Will Smith's daughter whenever he he's a turd in that movie? Like, give me a reason to want to 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 like or to not like Will Smith, but even care about his character. It was terrible. It's just not a good movie. There's already a director's cut out for that movie too. Well, there's because I, I got it as a free movie on Vudu. Once <laughs> <laughs> again, well, the, if you go support him and. <laughs> we want to we want to cut. It's not the Snyder cut. It's called it This is just a new thing for shitty DC movies. Is, oh wait, they're better. They just didn't let us make them right. We need your help. Yeah. And how perfect of a win-win is that for Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers can put out a shitty movie. Everyone pays because it's a, a comic book movie to see. Then they become the bad guys, and they re-release the movie, and you pay more money for a longer, shittier movie. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a, it sounds like a scam to me, yeah. is what it sounds <laughs> like. I'm not giving money to, to Warner Brothers anymore unless they get it right the first fucking time. Like anything yeah. else I pay for in my life, like get it done right when I ask you to do it. I don't want to see it again with more right. time and money. Like, fuck you. Like, I don't need your shit. 
That's true. It's a good point. Uh, oh, did you not like that movie we put out last week? Well, guess what? There's an extra cut. Pay fifteen dollars more and you can watch it. No, we've had it with you. Yeah. Warner Brothers, do it right the first fucking time. And it's not like they haven't had, like, there. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but like, there's nothing. <laughs> we there's no reason for Warner Brothers that outright owns the entire universe of DC to not fuck it up and they just keep doing it yeah and, and really wonder woman and aquaman is the only thing that they haven't laid a massive turd with shazam i liked you know shazam wasn't bad i liked it too yeah. I, it I think it, it, it hit on you know we can go into all this but yeah it's i liked it it's, it's a another topic that we love to beat on here this is another topic we love jurassic world three <laughs> dino riders <laughs> so apparently um they're bringing everybody back for this movie, and they're not—they're not just going to be cameos like, um, what's his name? What's his Jeff, Jeff Goldblum? Me, Jeff Goldblum was in the last movie. Like, so all the original cast from the first one are back in it, and they're going to have like larger roles. So like the Doctor, you know, they just keep bringing these people back for for movies. And are the are uh, the kids coming back? The kids are supposedly be back in some roles too. They're older now. Oh they're not kids. Dinner roles. Um, the only one that they're changing is, if you remember the first Jurassic Park movie, where Newman from Seinfeld is talking to that one guy who he sells, like, he's trying to sell uh, the, the Barbasol can that you can steal the dinosaur DNA in. Yeah, it's uh, the dude from uh, Carrie Ellis from A Princess Bride. Yeah, and his character's name was Lewis Dod Dodson or something like that. Um, Carrie always is not coming back, but this character is going to be a big character in, in the next movie. It's like the next evil guy trying to steal dino, dino DNA, but I guess they couldn't get... They're going to be working for the government. Yeah. Probably. And they couldn't He's... get Carrie always to come back, so they got this guy. Some you know guy. what? He's going to be Lord the... Krulos. <laughs> Lord Krulos. There's gonna, gonna, as we need it's gonna they're gonna drag it out because these are Jurassic World. The next series of three movie will be Jurassic Planet. Adventure or Planet, yeah, yeah, or, or Universe, something like that. And and it'll be like Aliens come, and then you know we've done this so many times. Talk about we've done this so many times. Everybody knows what we're about to say right now. The ten people that want listen to the show know it. Go, oh fuck, we're gonna start talking about Dino Riders again, and then Don's gonna. Oh, and it's gonna turn into dinosaurs, and and then Ken's gonna sing the theme song, and <laughs> just say the word over and over again. Everyone knows, about it. you know. But it's gonna happen, people. It's gonna happen. It is. I know. So, okay. The only thing I can think of is, let's play devil's advocate, and we know where we want this movie to go. What other possible way is this movie to, to get unfold other than another fucking super dinosaur that we've seen in three other Jurassic Park movies? It's it's going to go into that they now... A movie where the dinosaurs are now all ingratiated into the world. Like they're just part of everyday life. Like there's going to be raptors in the woods. And because that's the end of that movie, they let them out into the wild and they're going to breed. And like, you know, it's going to be like dealing with dinosaurs in daily life, you know. So here's my thing 
completely different direction than what we talked about. What if the next movie after this is the Flintstones and then everyone rides woolly mammoths and they mix like cement in a pelican stomach or in a mouth and like and a pelican is all I want to say. That's all I want to say. That would be a good turn. Like it's Jurassic World and it's like everyone's a stone age and they're using dinosaurs to move bricks in a in a rock quarry. Yeah. <laughs> and it basically just turns into like Pokemon slash Jurassic Park slash Flintstones. Yeah. Where everyone has like a dinosaur with them and then they like fight <laughs> other dinosaurs. And it's like, oh, I caught a stegosaurus. And it's like, oh, and it goes you're giving time. us away for free, Ken. You're giving us away for free. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on to the next. Um, Brock, you'll be happy to know that they're making another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, but this it's going to be animated. Thank God. Whatever happened to the Netflix series that they were supposed to do? I don't know. I wonder if this takes over for it. New animated movie. I hope it. I, th- I hope it takes a more mature route with it, with the original, like the original movie did. Why well, more read, based on the comics instead of the cartoons and stuff? Well, I read that it's going to be co-produced by Seth Rogen, so there's a possibility that it could be more that end that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the cartoon? It was like TMNT came out like yeah. by 10 years ago. That, that was a pretty decent, like yeah, was... updated uh, origin story. That Yeah, that was they, good. And they didn't do anything. Maybe did a sequel that wasn't as wildly, you know, released, but that were like those stone beings came to life. And yeah, yeah, that was based more on the comics. than I think that was supposed to be a direct sequel to the second movie. They kind of denied that that third movie ever happened. They had yeah. the scepter at the yeah, end, though. Yeah. It was on Splinter's trophy case thing. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, yeah. It was good. Uh, so, I don't know. I like turtle stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Brock, more toys, more pops. Yeah. New stuff, new figures for $45 at GameStop. I just hope they go back to having the turtles with random odd jobs and stuff for the figure like Michelangelo the baker and <laughs> Raphael <laughs> oh, Chef Donnie well hopefully they, if they with the COVID stuff they just did not essential heroes yeah. you know, with someone's a nurse and then <laughs> one person a giant eagle <laughs> one, one is a, a Amazon delivery driver yeah. funny you should say that um Fisher Price announced a line of little people. It's a collector set. I think it's five figures. It's a grocery store worker, a truck driver, a paramedic, I think, a nurse. And there's one other one. It might be a police officer. But I'm not sure. But it, it's totally cashing in on what's going on right now. Your totally wife pre-ordered just said that on Facebook. She pre-ordered it. Yeah, yeah. It looks cool. Yeah, their daughter doesn't even like little people anymore, but they still find. <laughs> oh no, she loves little people. She lines them up. I found her the Batman ones that Ken got her for her shower gift. Mm-hmm. She loves Batman. Nice. He's Matt. She calls him Matt. <laughs> well, the Batgirl is Matt Girl. <laughs> yeah. Giving away his secrets. Yeah, giving away his real name. Yep. All right, last bit of uh, movie news here. Uh, this is just terrible. Apparently, they're replacing Johnny Depp with Pirates of the Caribbean, and they want to go with Margot Robbie. So Harley Quinn on is, water? Yeah, I, I think this is supposed to be kind of rebooting the story, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Going, going with a female, like, 
I don't know if she's going to be Jack Sparrow or Jacqueline Sparrow, whatever they're going to call her, but, you know. And it's with the people who worked, worked on uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah, which, wow. That was a great team up before. Let's do that again. <laughs> yeah, wow. Isn't that the only movie we saw this year? I didn't might see have that been. Yeah, because be. no, we saw, uh, what was the Vin Diesel one? Oh, Bloodshot, yeah. Yeah. That was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, that was mid-March. You just made me realize I've not seen a movie in a movie theater this year. Since You haven't seen a movie since what? Spider-Man last year? Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. That's what I... Uh, fuck me. That's the last yeah, we didn't cover that. There's all those internet rumors that there's Star Wars. Star Wars is great. You were like, Star Wars is getting erased? Why is Star Wars getting erased? They're erasing episodes seven, eight, and nine. That's a big I, rumor I, going around. I saw some headline about that too, but I didn't read the article. I read it. It, it was it's just more conspiracy theory, BS, wishful thinking. I think Disney's not going to do that. They spent too much money on it. Yeah, they're not going to erase it for they no made too much money. But I guess they did something in the most recent series, season of Rebels, where they talked about. I, I wish I would have read it more in depth or closer to when we recorded. But it was something about some some mirrors that the Sith use to create alternate realities, and they're trying to say that this, those three movies took place in one of those alternate realities. Oh God! Terrible! <laughs> Terrible! I think that would piss people off even more. Yeah, that would make people even more mad. Movies weren't that good. All right. I think so, too. All right, let's go to TV news now. Um, more stuff for Ken that you are going to like here. Another thing that you reported on, a Fallout TV show coming to Amazon Prime Video. I'm excited. Tell us about it. So, I, if, if no one's played Fallout, basically what it is is an alternate... Uh, timeline from whenever world war two and they use or uh I'm trying to think that you basically instead of diverging from elect- electrical power they went to more nuclear power uh so there's a lot of changes and i feel like there's something that's like a big pivot point i can't remember the war it is but basically what it is is uh nuclear bombs are dropped on the united states from uh japan and russia and they it's after so many years because they hid inside these uh, vaults in mountains and stuff, and then they come out and survive, and they're in a fallout like nuclear wasteland. And how they kind of the game is you got to kind of survive with all these mutated animals, deal with the way that the new the people that are survived that either radiated into ghouls and they've lived for the nuclear waste has kind of prolonged their life, but they're horribly disfigured. There's mm-hmm. like all kinds of stuff, but like. The big game, like the big thing, was like uh, in Fallout Three, was you were born and raised in one of these vaults, and you escaped because your dad escaped. So you're trying to track him down to see, and you're discovering everything around because you don't know anything about it. Similar to Fallout Four and Fallout Seventy Six, is like it's a great starting point where you're in a vault and that's all you know, and then you kind of come out of the vault to figure mm-hmm. out where what's going on. Uh, 
it's it's a great way for a game to already have a mythos, but then everywhere they do it is kind of fresh. Fallout 3 has been in like the Maryland, D.C. area. Mm-hmm. Fallout 76 is all West Virginia. Uh, Fallout 4 is like New England, Boston. They've also done Fallout New Vegas that deals with the West Coast. And Fallout 1 and 2, which is a completely different style game, but mm. still the same mythos, is also West Coast. So, so do you think they'll uh, choose one of those areas and go off that or do like an anthology series where every year it's like a different um town or a different experience i could see them easily maybe doing an area that they already have not the same storyline but if they did dc they could do a lot of imaging from that and Mm -hmm. and and the way that they kind of begin the game is a narrator telling the story about like the history a little bit and then they're like you know the thing that they always end on is war war never changes and then it's him like waking up and then you know it kind of goes in the game i would like to see a almost like what was that hbo show uh true detective where every season's a different story about detectives like fallout would be great if they did that like they're like this is the story of vault 111 and then it's like opens up and then it kind of goes into like 10 or 12 episodes season about yeah, they, this is, this would be a big hit. I mean, the, this type of stuff, it's very Walking Dead-esque, and, you know, oh, yeah. this would be, a, this would be a, a big hit. People will like stuff like this. Big if budget. Done, big oh, budget if it's, done, if it's done well. Um, can they get uh, The Wonder by Dion for the title? Um, <laughs> wasn't that the song for Fallout 4 in the commercial? Oh, Yeah. It was just a guy walking around there playing the Wonder by Dion. Well, I think that was a different one because 76 was in – was that what you said? I can't remember which one. But it wasn't 76. It, I think it was the one before that. It was well, four. Four. Because 76 yeah. was Country Homes because it was yeah. all about West Virginia. So yeah. they definitely they need – good like that, yeah. They definitely need a song all about wherever they're at because that's like the shtick. Every time I think of Fallout, I think at the time you, you told me I had to play Fallout 3, and you're like, just try it out, play it, see if you like it. I spent like 45 minutes in that stupid chamber trying to figure out how to do everything, made it out into the real world, encountered one guy, accidentally shot him in the face, and it was hunted down by a bunch of people and, mur- and violently murdered and killed. And I was like, what a waste of an hour and a half this fucking thing was. I'm never playing that again. I was like, oh, how do you – he's like, do you want to go here? And I'm like, yeah, let me – get my map out and I'm like, bam, right in the face. And they're like, you fucker. And they just start coming down and killing me. I'm like, how do you get away from these people? You're like, you don't, you killed him. You're dead now. Like I couldn't get away from him. Everybody was so mad at me for killing that guy. Well, that's what's great about the game is like, if you go to that town and you shoot one person, the law knows and like there's repercussions for your actions. It's yeah. not like super Mario brothers or Dr. Mario where you just play and do your shit and go. Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario insult. <laughs> It's not like a Lego game where you could just blow up a church and no one blinks an eye at it, you know. <sighs> that's good. So, yeah, Fallout, that'll be pretty cool. I'm um, seriously geeked about it. Like, that's one of the most exciting. That's, like, in a long time, that's something that I, want, like, would, would translate well that I will pay to watch on a streaming service. Good. Very good. Um, other little things, those shows that have been... TV news: Beavis and Butthead is coming back. That's dumb. Uh, two season order coming to Comedy Central. There's no uh, music videos for them to make fun of anymore. You know what they'll probably do is just watch like uh, TikToks or YouTube videos or you know Facebook. Yeah. Scroll Facebook. And the just, news. 
the news. <laughs> watch people doing videos and who's this for? Would be funny. You? <laughs> I, I don't know. I like don't... honestly, like it's it's people our age. Yeah, that would, wouldn't know it. Like Alex isn't gonna watch it. It's not honestly. I don't think it's sophisticated enough for a, a child Alex's age because no. he wants storyline like Steve. What's he? What's like Gravity Falls? Like he likes storyline driven animation. Like yeah. I don't know of anyone that's in this time frame that's gonna watch this and be like, oh yeah, this is what I want because our age all want to watch it because they made fun of music videos. The storyline yeah. of Beavis and Butthead was the worst part of it. Yeah, like, it's like when they would watch videos and laugh at. You know, make fun of shit. Yeah. yeah, fun of shit. But like, there's so many things out there that just make fun of stuff. And I don't know how you can. I mean, Beavis and Butthead it during the time, it was very vulgar and bad in the things they did. I don't see how that plays in today's culture at all. That people yeah. are to be like, what jokes are you going to make that you're not going to offend half the people out there? That like, it's just I, I don't I don't know if that works nowadays anymore. That yeah. kind of humor. That is and true. Beavis, I didn't even think of that. My my prediction for this is it gets halfway through the first season and gets canned. Yeah. And you got to yeah. be careful of everything you make fun of or what you do. It's just odd. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a different it's different times like that was just funny back then. I don't know if you watch it now, if you laugh at that, you know, I don't know. I don't know who it appeals to. I, I, that's, I, I heard about it. I'm like, I just don't know who cares. Like, yeah, I mean. Mike Johnston. No. Yeah, Mike Johnston. He's only going to watch it if he's only if they're only six foot five and they weigh three hundred pounds. Wait till he finds out Finn Balor's the voice, <laughs> then he won't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> Fucking Mike Johnston. <laughs> you know he's the only one listening right now too. So, teasing you, Mike. We love you. Um, Speak for yourself. I put this in here for me. Curb your enthusiasm is coming back for an eleventh season. Um, which I'm excited about. It's got approved. It's renewed at HBO. Um, like I said before, if he, if this isn't all about the the pandemic and mask wearing, uh, I don't know they're going to miss out. Because to me, no one's going to do it better than Larry David. It would be hilarious a whole season just about social distancing. And, I mean, it's just built for it. It's just built for it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's why they just signed the, the 11th season. Yeah. Now, I've never seen an episode of Curb. But everyone loves it. But I, yeah. I'm sure that this is why that they did it. Him telling people like, you know, you're too close to me. You need to get me six feet because he's a germaphobe and totally worried about all that stuff. So I could just see him, him in the show walking around in like a whole plastic hazmat suit and just doing it over the top. Or people are like, you know, just it's it, it would be good. So hopefully that's probably what they do. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier only have about nine days left of filming which are supposed to pick up starting here pretty soon, unless that changes due to things going on in the world. Um, Anthony Mackie said that the series is going to be like a six-hour Marvel movie. Awesome. Cool. Perfect. I, 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 I sat through Avengers Endgame with a smile on my face. I'll, I'll watch six hours of it happily. Oh, yeah. yeah, easily. I mean, you know, it'll be great. Um, I love those two together. It'll be exciting to see what they do with them. You know, with U.S. Agent in the in the show and Baron Zemo with the mask on and the sword. I mean, like, there's just there's just so many good things mm-hmm. about the show. Miss um, Marvel. Apparently, they're going to start filming that here pretty soon. Again, maybe if it happens. Um, they gave hints that this show is going to take place primarily where Miss Marvel was from, which was in New Jersey. Um, 
having her wake up with her powers. I even think they're going to reintroduce the inhuman nature to this um, and go with that. Um, I don't know. If, I, I think I think they probably could go with like, you know, she got her powers from like Tesseract, like like the other one did, or maybe like even a mutant. I, I don't know about reintroducing the inhumans again. I, that kind of was a flop. Does that count? As far like, I mean, they can make it not count, Brock. They can easily just, yeah. you know. I I honestly think that at the end of this show, if you have her get like, if at the end of the show, like she does a story arc, because the first comic was very much like, after six issues, she Lockjaw picks her up and like they go to the other side of the moon. Like if you have her asleep and all of a sudden you just see blue mist like go through the town and you have some just random bad guy be the end bad guy. But at the very end, like after she defeats him, Lockjaw shows up and like teleports her back. And then the, and it's like Medusa and it's the whole like grand council, of the inhumans. And it's like, you know, Kamala Kwan, we'd like to in- introduce you to the inhumans. And then it ends. People go kind of crazy for that. If they look cool. You if cast they look them cool. Of, yeah. And they got to look cool. And then you can, I've said this a million times, you introduce the Inhumans through the eyes of Kamala Kwan, and then that's how, because you do, through whatever they were trying to do on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just didn't work. Well, they look horrible. They look terrible. I mean, they cut Medusa's hair in the first episode, uh, because they didn't want to have to pay for, like, the CGI of Doring her hair. She spends eight episodes with, with a shaved head. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It's dumb. Get rid of it, as Brock would say. Black Bolt is one of the coolest characters in the Marvel Universe, t- to me, at least. Because uh, he has he's very mysterious. He's super powerful. He looks cool. Introducing a cool-looking Black Bolt with the with the mask on and the glowing thing on his head, and he's not speaking. You that don't would... like this version of him? He's like a birthday party mime. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. He was terrible. I didn't mind the actor, you know. But, yeah, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> All the stuff he was doing, like doing his sign language and stuff, you know, he really never really did a lot of that. Usually Medusa just knew what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the way it should be. She should just be like, oh, yeah, this is what, you know, the king is saying this and the king is saying that. So I know it's not uh, a, a cartoon that a lot of people like, but I just, you know, I, I was watching that Avengers Assemble cartoon and they did a lot of inhuman stuff in there. And the Black Bolt that's in there is great. I mean, he's just so cool. He barely speaks, but he's really strong, really powerful. You know, uh, even Thor's kind of a little afraid of him because he doesn't know what he could do, what, like what he's capable of. Um, so he's cool. They should do something like that. Yeah. All right, let's jump down to um, toy news. Brock, you got some stuff for us. Yeah, uh, we had talked a couple weeks leading up to Citizen Brick Day, which was last Saturday. It was my first one. It's the biggest custom Lego event of the year. And the budget that Dynod landed on was $300. What? <laughs> wow. How did you talk her into that? Well, the fact that everything else I wanted to do over the summer got canceled helped. I love it. There you go. I just buy stuff. So, I'll tell you what. This was a complete feeding frenzy. I did it all wrong at first. Like, they put every... It started at noon, and then every half hour until 1.30, I think it was, they put, there were four waves, four or five waves. Every half hour, they put up more figures. 
And I just got excited for all the new release stuff. I was just snatching that all up. That I missed all the one-off figures that they did. Like, one-of-a-kind figures that were, like, misprints and stuff like that. Like, regular figures on the wrong color and all that kind of stuff. And I, I got a total of two of those. But it was just crazy, because I'd throw something in my cart, and every time I was checking out, it would just disappear. They just delete right. it from your cart? Yeah, because there are so many people buying things at the same time. It doesn't reserve it when you put it in there? No, and that's what people were really upset about it. Because I guess this is their most popular one yet. They had over 700 people on the last half hour trying to check out. Jeez. And they were all one-of-a-kind figures, so if you if you don't get the first one that you try and snatch, you might as well just give up for that half hour because they're all going to be gone. There's just so many people. I did manage to get a lot of cool stuff. Uh, my my package should be delivered tomorrow. Did you spend three hundred dollars? I sure did. <laughs> Maybe went a little bit over. Uh, on 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 mini fi- all mini figs. Yeah, and minifig parts and things like that. Three hundred dollars on minifigs. Uh, well, that's... they're not cheap. The custom ones aren't cheap. He bought wow. too many figures. I bought too many figures. <laughs> the, the average price is twenty bucks. They're like fifteen to twenty-five dollars per figure. Wow, jeez, that's expensive. So, what's some accessories that you got that weren't associated with the minifigure? I got a bunch of luchador heads. Okay. I got some different chaps. Chaps. <laughs> Some gang jackets. <laughs> Are you going to remake Aces and Eights in the Lego figures? Yeah, I think that's a good yeah. idea. Think of that. Yes. Um, what are some other stuff? They did these random, they're called head crates. They're like a military footlocker that had four random misprint heads in them. I wish I'd have got more of those because I see what they're going for on eBay. Did you, get any, did you get any mousetrap tiles? No. Oh. I was just looking through some of the... Uh, There's mousetrap tiles? Mousetrap tiles. Where is that? Oh, I think those are a standard everyday thing. Those do look cool. Though. I know what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. They, they have some cool stuff. If you make your own like, little I see scenes... The and, like, I see the biker vest. I was just out here looking while you were talking about them. At I some some stuff that's left. There were some of the characters I got they all have goofy names, like to avoid trademark infringements and stuff like that. I got the uh, Wayne the Block Johnston, which is the rock when he's wearing that goofy turtleneck and wearing the big gold chain and the fanny pack that uh, Kevin Hart always makes up for him for. I got a figure of that. A Nor- Norwegian death metal enthusiast was one. Hmm. Uh, there was a guy love- called Pinhead. Yes. I love how they're all enthusiasts. That's yeah. why I asked. That's why I asked if when when you showed us the picture, if it was going to end up being fanny pack enthusiast. I, I'm not sure that's what he'd be called, Justin. But I like the name they settled on too, though. Yeah. Way in the block, Johnston. It's funny. But, uh, pinhead was a guy who had a bowling pinhead. He's like a bowling outfit. Um, some of the other ones I can't even remember. Um, it was just there was so much stuff, but uh, it was fun. Like I, I learned some strategy for next time to get some of the more 
you know, the one-of-a-kind figures. I didn't end up getting two of them. I got the zombie wearing a pink farmer's outfit, and I got a Jason Voorhees figure wearing, like, a, some dark blue coveralls. But, uh... That's pretty cool. Other than that, like, yeah, like, that was the stuff that you should go for, because the other stuff was kind of there at the end. Mm-hmm. But Live and Learn, it was my first one. I was on a budget, so I was kind of being picky at first, and then whatever, everything was just selling out, I was just grabbing whatever I could. $300 budget for minifigs. Yep. <laughs> and here's the thing, too, like, they extended, what they did was they encouraged you to put a figure in your cart, check out. Put a figure in your cart, check out. And then they would combine all your orders at the end. And give you free shipping. Okay. I think I had a total of like 16 orders or something like that. Nice. But it was fun. I had a good time. It was stressful. I had Di help me out on on another computer. We still weren't able to get much. I love it. It was like a team effort. It was like the draft. Like they were drafting <laughs> some player. Uh-huh. It's great. All right. What other toy news do you got? We'll stick with the Lego theme. They announced a new uh, a new line today called Lego Art, and okay. it's all like one by one round studs, and you make like mosaics and stuff like that. And they're the first four are gonna be uh, Andy Warhol's Marilyn Monroe pop art. Okay. They have that that painting. Then they're doing an Iron Man, the Beatles, and the Sith. So it's just it, a board. I'm looking at it now. It's just a board, kind of mm-hmm. like light bright, and you just put these like yeah. dots. And they're it makes pretty it neat. They're they're all like three thousand plus pieces. You can make multiple different paintings with each one. Like Iron Man, you can make four different armors. The Darth Vader, the Sith one, you can make uh, Darth Vader. I think the Emperor, Darth Maul, and one other character. Yeah, it's a good idea. And, uh, they're expensive. I, they're 120 bucks each, basically. Wow. But it's 3,000 studs, so it's a lot of pieces. They're small pieces, but yeah. you can rebuild them several different ways. Each one has four different configurations you can build. And then there's also, like, if you buy multiple of the same sets, you can build, like, a big full, like, full wall art piece of Iron Man that they'll provide instructions for, which is kind of neat. It's pretty pricey, though. I don't know where, what I, I... I don't think I'd have the patience to build something like that. Yeah, I don't think I would either. This looks like something that my wife would like, though. Mm-hmm. She I was going to say... She likes that shit, like sit there and do tedious stuff uh, like that. I could see her like doing this, but I'm not telling her about it because I'm not spending that much money on a... You know uh, what would have been... You know what would have been cooler, Brock, if instead of using the little one... Um, one dot peg whatever thing there if they'd used the um the the smooth circles that cover four pegs yeah that would have i think that would have been cooler but been huge though yeah that four you know four times the size yeah yeah 120 bucks i mean for these a bunch of these little tiny ones it seems a little over the top to me yeah the, the standard like the like if you break down the cost of a Lego set, it's like fifteen cents a piece. But since they're the smaller ones, it came out to be a lower price, I think. Well, I mean, at least if it's if you're paying one hundred twenty dollars for it, you're going to get like busy time out of it. You know, oh, yeah. you're not. It's not like you're going to build it in a half hour and be like, 
all right, I'll just hang it. You're probably going to work on it for a week or two. Yeah. You know, it's work. It, it's something to do. 3,000 pieces of for, for each painting you make from it, or if it just has 3,000 pieces and it's like maybe 1,000 pieces that you need for one painting and then you add, right. take given some of the other ones that are in there. Right. But either way, I mean, they look cool. They look really cool. All right. But cool. I just want, I wouldn't have the patience for something like that. Yeah, me either. Um, and what's your last bit here? Um, for the 35th anniversary of Back to the Future, they announced that there's a DeLorean Transformers crossover. Yep, which I had in common with this. Gigawatt. Oh. It's mm. called Gigawatt. I don't think it looks sweet. Like, seeing pictures of it, it's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you don't... Get the, didn't get the Ghostbusters one of this. It seemed right up your alley. But yeah, when did that come out though? The Ghostbusters one last year, Comic Con. What is it in the old Transformer like box like yeah. this one? Is? I remember specifically me and Brock showed it to you and you shit all over it. Yeah, you? you totally did. I did. Uh, yeah. What's this robot look like? It's so stupid. It looks generic. <laughs> Just a generic robot. Why is it going to transform? I guess. Here we go with the way I talk now. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like the vehicle, the robot mode of it. I thought it looked kind of weak. That's what we just said. <laughs> we just didn't. Didn't you hear? It was a spot on. <laughs> I don't listen to YouTube anymore. It, this one's like a. It looks like a, a redo of Sideswipe in its robot form. This yeah. one. Yeah. No, I mean, I think they're cool in the in the boxes. I mean, like, I I don't know. I don't really have room for these, but like, if I were gonna buy them. You know, uh, keep them in the box because they look cool. Like the, you know, the way they're in there. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe gigawatt. Gigawatt. Uh, the other one was obviously what Ecto One. I don't think it was called Ecto One. I think it was called like Ectotron. I think. Yeah. Ectotron was the name of the bot. It was, but then it was Ecto One or whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. Yeah. There you go. He's forty-one dollars at Big Bad Toy Store. Done. Buy it. Click. Buy it. Cart. Buy it. And Buy you got it. you got two hundred and fifty nine dollars a spare in your Lego minifigure budget. Okay. <laughs> <See? laughs> I'm a legend budget. Yeah. There you go. Um. So yeah, there is a comic book that's going to tie into it. Um. For the it's a Back to the Future Transformers crossover that um I think what is it I think it's IDW who's doing it or whoever does Transformers. Um. So go check that out. A uh, couple other quick comic book things. The Mandalorian's coming to the comic book wor- uh, world. They're going to do a Mandalorian comic book. Um, it's going to feature Spider-Man, Luke Cage, Alien and Predator. Alien Predator, Doctor Doom, uh, Arthur. B. Arthur. Uh, uh, Sam, <laughs> Sam from Cheers. Ted Danson. <laughs> Brian. Ted Danson. <laughs> That's Brian. Everyone's in it. And then the last bit here is Marvel's teaching teasing that this character named Null is coming. Null is like going to be a new big villain. Null is apparently a symbiote god. He was already around, wasn't he? Was he part of the Chaos War thing, Brock? Yeah, apparently he was around before, but now they're making him into a big deal. He's going to be like a big bad and a big crossover that they have coming up. Dumb. Stupid. Yeah, pretty stupid. Uh, so let's let's what's would you have something else? 
I just had a question because you guys are into comic books more than I am. What's going on with Empire? Has it started yet? It's almost over. What's going um, on with that? I didn't really read it. It was just about Hulkling, like, fulfilling his prophecy of becoming, like, the Skrull um, uh, dictator, and he got, like, possessed by something, and, uh, you know, okay, it just, just really involved the Avengers and the FF teaming up to fight Hulkling, and a bunch of Skrulls, and a bunch of Krees that kind of join together. Uh, eventually, Hulkling gets free from the possession and helps them, and... You know. I was just wanting to know why Hulkling was doing this, and when you said he was possessed, I said, "All right, I don't need to know anymore," because it wasn't him actually doing it. Because heaven forbid you have a character that becomes interesting by you know maybe being yeah. not on the up and up and got delayed. It was you know it was crossed over for a lot of stuff. Honestly, I kind of lost interest in it. Uh, you know, I read a little bit of the beginning. Um, I picked up my this week. Marvel hasn't really released anything new. Um, there's a shit ton of DC books out. Um, like since this pandemic has started, I think I got like one X-Men, uh, two Avengers, but there's like seven Justice League books out already. I'm like, okay. hmm. Crazy. Um, so I did have a quiz question of the week, which it just was an article that popped up and I'm like, yeah, I'll use this. That way I don't have to look anything up um, and actually use be creative because I did it fast. Um, but the Arrowverse, which we shit on all the time over here, and usually me and Justin are the only people that have ever watched Arrowverse stuff. But there are six properties that I saw in this article that uh, someone revealed from the Arrowverse world that they were never allowed to touch and never allowed to use. Um, so without cheating. I wanted to see if you could guess these six properties, and we're going to go through you one at one. We're going to start with Justin. Batman, I yes. thought, was one. Correct. Now we're going to go to Brock. Wonder Woman. Correct. And I lost my list. <laughs> uh, now we're going to go to Ken. Superman. Nope, Superman's in the Arrowverse. Idiot. They took the easy ones from you. You Sorry, man. You got stuck with that one. Justin, go again. Aquaman. Nope. Really? Green Lantern. Nope. Why haven't they done them? Because they suck. (laughs) Well, they kind of teased them at the end of the last season. All right. Two teams that they weren't allowed to use. Teen Titans. Nope. JSA. Suicide Squad. Yes. They weren't allowed to use the main version of the Suicide Squad. That's why on Arrow they had like a shit version that was almost like a Suicide Squad. But they weren't allowed to them. They were basically them. Like something else, yeah. But they weren't allowed to use the main version. Uh, Something X. Something X. Task Force X. Yes. That's another DC team already, yeah. So Mm -hmm. let's reuse that name. Um, Justice League? Nope. Three more left. One is a is a team that was recently a movie that we hate. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. They weren't allowed to use the Birds of Prey. Even though and, just about all of them were in there. I was yeah. gonna say they kind of did have the Birds of Prey. They just didn't call them that. Um, two more characters. Neither one of these two characters. They're both men. They don't really have any powers. One is just really good at what he does, and the other one has like gadgets that he use. Death. Deadshot. Superheroes. Oh. Deadshot was in there. One's detective, one's like a scientist. Detective Chip. Gordon. Uh, 
Gordon? He's just really good at what he does. Wolverine. No. So one <laughs> is one of the, uh, like a detective who's like works with Batman every once in a while. Recently what? became a female in the comics. The question. They, the question. They weren't allowed to ever use the question. And the other one that they weren't allowed to use was Ted Cord as the Blue Beetle. Because basically, the Adam was the Blue Beetle in that universe. Yeah. Because they used Ted Cord. Uh, like they mentioned Cord Industries a couple of times and then things like that, but they were never allowed to actually say Ted Cord and do the bully and do the Beatle. Yeah, what? well, they talked about Bruce Wayne a lot, not a lot, but they mentioned him a few times. But I just don't understand why I even have specifications on it. What would cause that? If you're if you're having this be a separate universe, yeah, exactly. Then who cares? Put Willem Dafoe in tights and call him fucking. Green Lantern. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who? William <laughs> Defoe. <laughs> William Defoe. All right. First person popped in that. Can you have any riddles for us to end the show? Yes. I think I got a riddle off the top of my head. I heard it today. All right. So you just heard a riddle today. <laughs> Were you under a fucking bridge somewhere <laughs> and you had to pass and you got a riddle sent to you? I did. I had to answer this riddle. All right. There is five daughters. Five daughters. Okay. One is reading a book. One is playing piano. One is playing chess. And one is playing or folding laundry. What is the fifth daughter doing? Playing chess. I kind of spoiled it because I messed it up. But yes, that's what <laughs> Brock on it. That's my riddle. I was going to say. Why did you mess it up? How, like, what were you supposed I, to say? Because there need to be two players. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, that's it, the rule. I just kind of I think I said playing is it, or what's the fifth person? You know, I, I it's fine. Brock got it. He didn't. I didn't mess anything up. He got it. He got that way too easily. Don't let him out. Okay, take us out, Ken. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and have a good day. Later. Later. Wear a mask. Stay safe.